Hello, hello. I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. We solve legal problems, daily podcasts, Monday to Friday. How do you like them so far? By the way, you know what you can do? You can send me an email, len at lentillum.com. Let me know what you think of them, how they're doing them. You can go to Facebook. There's the Len Tillum Facebook page. You can put something up there. And by all means, tell a friend. The more we build up the audience, the weirder calls we're going to get. We got a bigger pool to call from. So we're looking for, you know what you're looking for. Help. My boyfriend's stoned on alcohol. He just tore my bra. Help me. That's better than what's that difference between a will and a trust, right? Give people the number. Tell them to call in 800-996-4505 and join me daily. All right, let's begin. Ernesto in Gilroy. Why are you calling a lawyer, Ernesto? Uh, Mr. Tillum, I have a home in Gilroy. It's a four-bedroom home, and I rent three of the bedrooms. I live in the fourth one. I recently rented to a lady who uh, just yesterday um, told me that she'd gone to the doctor, and the doctor had confirmed that she has hepatitis C. C, like cat, right? Yeah. What did you say? Hepatitis C. Go on. No, C. And uh, and I said, well, gee, you know that that that's, that's contagious. No, it's not. No. Wait, wait. Let's. We did some research. As soon as you called in, thank God for David here. We looked it up in Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Um, hepatitis C is spread by blood transfer, by needle right. sharing, by blood transfusions from infected right. donors. You having sex with this woman? Because sexual no. activity. So no. sexual activity spreads it. That sort of thing. Hepatitis right. C is not spread through casual contact, such as hugging, kissing, or sharing, you know, eating or cooking utensils. So it ain't that contagious. And why, you wanted to kick her out, right? Pardon me? You wanted to evict her because you were worried you'd get hepatitis C, right? Well, me and my two, I have two tremendously nice uh, uh, professional women, and I have a responsibility toward them. Yeah, I understand. And I didn't want them to be exposed to anything. Right. Yeah, like you say, I'm not Dina Dell. Go, you got a computer? You got a computer? Yes, I do. Go to Wikipedia, Google hepatitis C. And there's another problem. You're saying to me you're terminating her tenancy just because she has hepatitis C. Besides the illness, unfortunately, you know, that she's got, she's a nice lady. She pays her rent on time, right? Yes. She could turn around and sue you under the Americans with Disabilities Act, you know, and California's UNRWA Civil Rights Act. It makes it illegal to discriminate in housing on the basis of a disability. So, well, you see, the thing is, um, she, I didn't know this until after. It would have, you would have thought that, hey, uh, you know, you, you're going to rent to me, but I've got hepatitis. And I would have said no from the outset. No, you can't say no from the outset. You understand? I did. Yes, absolutely. You can't. California's UNRWA Civil Rights Act. Look, she is well, there. Stop being so germ-phobic. I'm a lot germ-phobic, you know. I really, I don't even like to shake hands. I'm so germ-phobic. But I'm telling you, don't shake her hand. Don't kiss her. You're not going to get hepatitis C, and neither will your tenants. And leave the poor, ill woman alone, all right? Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Do not kick her out. Good. Lisa in Hayward, how come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I have a 13-year-old son who goes to a school and was denied lunch ran out of money on his books, and we have a history. Wait, wait, you're fading out. What happened with the cell phone there? You, hello? I'm here. Go, start again. You have a 13-year-old son, and what happened? Yes, he was um, denied lunch one day because he had ran out of money on his books, 
and we do have a history of making sure that he always has money, but this was the first time, and they did not let him have lunch at all. How old is your son? He's 13 and a half. What grade is he in? He's in eighth grade. Okay, please go on. Okay, so all day he went through school starving. He had nothing to eat, and um, after school... He borrowed a couple dollars from one of his friends, and he went over to the snack bar that they have on on the school and got nachos with chili and cheese and everything. And he was so hungry, he scarfed him down. Well, that night at 11 o'clock at night, we had to rush him to the emergency room because we thought that he had appendicitis. He was doubling over in pain, throwing up the whole nine yards. Well, come to find out, it was just from all the food and, you know, however he ate it, and it just didn't agree with him. Now, he had to meet his deductible on his insurance, and we just received a $2,400 bill. So wait, you want to sue the school because they wouldn't give him lunch because you didn't pay for it? That's what you're saying, right? Well, basically, we always pay for it. The history shows we always pay for it. This this one particular day, I understand. Really, the person running the cafeteria, I agree with you, should have given your son lunch. Feed a kid, you know? should have given him something. Yes, look. It's not a great case. The school does not have a legal duty to provide your son with a free lunch, you know, unless you've enrolled in some kind of free lunch program. Second, if his friends were able to loan him money to buy nachos, maybe he could have borrowed some money to pay for lunch. Um, and third, third, the school district didn't shove the nachos and the chili down his throat. He ate them himself, and he ate too much. So... Was the, the food was not contaminated, right? That's not what got your son sick. No, I don't believe so. Yeah, so you would have to, here's what you have to do. You would have to prove it was foreseeable. You, a reasonable person could foresee your son would get sick off of food he bought instead of school lunch. It's a lousy case, Lisa. And stop, okay. su- everybody wants to sue those poor schools. They've got no money. They're broke. We don't want to pay taxes. We don't pay taxes. We elect people who doesn't, you know, if you threaten to, to tax us voters, we'll vote you out of office. There's no money for schools. There's no money for Medicare. There's no money for cops and teachers and firemen. Wait, wait, you know, wait till there's more potholes in the road. You still won't pay taxes. I heard a story, community in Sonoma full of retired school teachers. These retired school teachers predominantly voted against a bond which would have given money to the schools. School teachers voting no on it. Got to throw up your hands and say, you know, but don't sue the schools and I'm going to stop ranting. John in San Leandro, how come you're calling a lawyer? Uh, well, man, I was calling because I went me and my three boys. We was going shopping because I buying them summer clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And so we, well, I done spent about $300. We walked through the mall, right? And my little five-year-old son wanted to go play in a little thing for the kids, right? So he ran over there to play. And my nine-year-old said, Dad, the, the security guard is following us around up and down the store. So I wanted to see. So we walked all the way back in, all the way to the top of the mall, all the way back down the mall. And he followed us every step of the way. The and security guard was following you wherever you went? Everywhere we went. Yeah. How many kids did you have with you? Three. How old are your kids? Five, nine, and twelve. Five, nine, and thirteen. And they weren't making a lot of noise. They were just kids in a mall looking around, right? They were looking around. Like my my, old, my 13 one, he was infatuated with all the shoes. Look at the new Jordans. Look at the new Air Force One. Okay. 
you know, and my nine-year-old, because they got that little video game where, you know, you step on little bubbles and play. Now, he want to play that, but my little five-year-old want to go to a, play on a little play structure. Nothing wrong with that. So what's the story well, on this guard? So I turned around and asked this kid. I said, man, why don't you stop following me around, man? I work too hard for all this, man. I work hard. I work every day for you to be following me around. It don't make no sense. So then he gets smart and said, I can follow anybody I want you. I can walk around anywhere I want you. I said, man, don't do that to me. People get hurt like that. So then he get mad, call the police. I, me and my son walking out, right? So okay, I'm going to try to avoid all this crap because I, I don't want nothing. I got my kids. Yeah, yeah, smart move. Once you get a crazy guy like that, take your money to some yeah. other mall. Yeah, so I'm getting my kids. I'm getting the heck up out of there. This guy called the police, tell the police. Yeah, he said he goes give me. Now, mind you, I got five different witnesses that was right there when all this stuff happened. When I told them, I said, "Man, stop following me and all this other stuff." Now, I got five different people who was right yeah, there. When you said someone can get hurt by by that, that's not a threat. Don't worry about it. But yeah, so but he, yeah, but he said I threatened him with that. He said, he said what? I'm was, sorry. He told the police that I was a threat. Okay, so what happened? And so then the police, so when the police came, I said, man, he's following me around the store. I got my kids. I'm working hard every day. I'm buying stuff. You know, I ain't got no time for all this crap. And so then he, the police officer tell me, oh, well, you can't, you can't do it. He's following you. and he, That's against the law. You don't supposed to be doing all that. You don't supposed to be, you know, and I was sitting over there. You no, know, no, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. John, let me interrupt. The guy, if he's he, you're if you're a security guard, you're allowed to follow somebody around. Um, you can't harass somebody, but if they think something suspicious is going on, they can follow somebody around. But I don't think you would. You weren't doing anything suspicious. You know what I mean? I wasn't even thinking about that because at the time too, I was gonna take my kids up there because they had like a little carnival there where they had to ride the little zipper, the little bus. yeah, yeah, yeah. So did what happened? Did you didn't get arrested? Did you? No, they, he didn't arrest me. The, the police officer let me go. Yeah. But, he, but this guy told the police officer, yeah, he said he'd go in his car to get a shotgun. Now, mind you, I've never seen this lady before in my life. I don't know who she is. She don't know who I am. And she was upset. She said he lying. Wait, 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 wait a second. The security guard is a man or a woman? The man. So who's this woman? The one, I don't even know this lady. She she a witness. She was she was at. Oh, she I, came to your defense. Was, Wait, did yeah, the guy? Because, did, because it was that, that night. It was the Friday night, and that night, that Friday, because this this happened that Saturday morning. But Friday on the seventh, and she was talking about uh, she was watching something on on twenty twenty uh, about how they do black people in the stores and all this other. Wait, stuff. wait, wait, wait. Let me ask some questions. Did the guy tell the cops you had a shotgun? Yeah. Where with you or in the car? In the car. Did the cops want to search your car? I didn't have one. They can't search the car that I ain't got. Okay, so you didn't get arrested. You're a black guy. Was the guard a white man or a black man? He was a black dude. He was, he was upset. He was upset because I, I, I told him, I said, look, man, don't follow me around. I went to the MR. He got mad. I understand. Look, you could sue the guard for harassing you. You know, uh-huh. you know, you follow somebody around, making them feel like they're a criminal is an intentional, yeah. intentional yeah. infliction of emotional distress. Um, you could yeah. also sue him for slander. He made a false report to the cops about you having a shotgun. Look, uh-huh. here's the problem. Security guards, they don't make a lot of money. What do they make? Eight, nine dollars an hour. It's a lousy job. You'd have yeah. to sue the shopping center and you'd have to prove 
they somehow knew this guy was a nut or they should have known. If you want to make trouble, you could sue the shopping center and that guy in small claims court. You want my advice? Yeah. Let it go. Really, it ain't worth the aggravation. Yesterday, I walked back down. I walked to the mall because I wanted to go to this little computer lab. The same mall? The same mall. Yeah. You know, because it happened a couple weeks ago. I wasn't even thinking. Yeah. And then I walked all the way through the whole thing, right? No problems. I sat down at the computer. I was on the computer, and I sent out some emails and stuff, you know. Yeah. These two same guys come standing right there by the door. So here's your answer. Listen to me. I was, but they standing by the door. And then when I got up, I got up. I thought they was doing what I do. I got up. I walked all the way in, back, all the way back to the Did town. they, wait a minute, John, did they follow you? They followed me every step of the way. If I, you I, want, I, you're not going to find a lawyer for this case. If you want, you're going to have to sue the shopping center in small claims court. You think about it. If you want to go to the trouble and do it, you call me back and I'll help you. You got to get the small, claim, claim, small claims court forms and fill it out. If I were you, I would vote with my pocketbook. I would just end my feet. I would not I, ever... I, I would never step in... I would, and you know, here's the thing. I live two blocks away from there. I normally go there and go to the Philly cheesesteak place. Yeah. Or I go to the Hawaiian barbecue place. Go somewhere you know, else. You know, that's where I go eat. You know, I get my... I get All right, so then, John, if you want to go there... John, if you want to go there, you go there. Don't worry. Just listen to me. Then I'm, If you're going to go there... Even if you don't sue them, no matter what happens, John, don't blow it. Because they'll have five guys jump out of nowhere and beat you up, and then yeah. they'll accuse you. So it's a little bit, I'm not telling you it's fair, John, but it's a little bit dangerous you're going there. You know what I mean? It's a volatile situation. I'm almost 50 years old. Yeah, yeah. Then you're old enough. Yeah, I'm a lot older than you. you got to be smart enough to know when to walk away. I, I know when to walk away, but it just, it just you know, it just, it just made me feel like I know. I'm sorry it happened, but I would not get involved again. That's what I'm saying. Teresa in Pleasanton. Why are you calling a lawyer, Teresa? Hey, Lynn. Uh, my mom bought a house with her boyfriend about 10 years ago. Um, he put down $10,000 towards the house. However, the house, the deed is in her name. He's not listed on there. How much did she put down? Um, I think about the same. Mm-hmm. I think about the same. Um, so they've been paying, um, he's been paying towards the mortgage on and off, uh, mostly off for like 10 years. Um, uh, they broke up. She wants him out. And I'm just wondering legally, what does she have to do to get him out? Is he still in the house? Yes, he is. Same bedrooms or separate bedrooms? Same bedroom. So let me ask you a question. How old are you, Teresa? I am 38. Married or single? Married. So... If you didn't want your husband sleeping in your bed, would he still be there? Nope, he right? wouldn't. He wouldn't. So before we talk about throwing this guy out, you tell me your mother's letting him sleep in her bed. I, I mean, do you want to get in the middle of something that she may be ambivalent about or not? You tell me what's going on. I mean, she wants him out. I think she just feels bad. I think she feels guilty. Um, you know, he really doesn't have anything, and so she feels bad about that, but... You know, I try to tell her it's not. It's yeah, you know, not it gets more. Con- it's not, but he did contribute to the purchase of the home. Correct. You know, if he was just living there and not really paying rent, she could kick him out anytime she wants. Oh, wait. Okay. Let me just ask one important question. Okay. Is the guy at all violent? Is she worried that. He- Are you worried he's going to beat her up or anything like that? Have, uh, do they have violent fights? Does he threaten her? No, he doesn't. Okay. So, you know, forget about a restraining order either. So he contributed to the home. 
but he hasn't really been for if the If he's last... not paying rent, it, it, okay, let's go from extreme to more reasonable. Okay. She could probably kick him out and change the locks. Okay. I mean, if he's gone one day, she could just change the locks and kick him out. He's not paying rent. He's like a guest, right? Right. And he's not on the deed. Right. And even if he calls the cops, in which he might, she says he doesn't live here. I'm through him out. He's not on the deed. I'm not letting him in. If the cop says, you got to let her in, lady, you say no. I mean, you don't even have to answer the door. You understand? Yeah. So they can't force you. Cops make up the law sometimes. The, the, the problem is, that's the hard way. Look, he put down 10 grand. Right. He's not on the deed. I, oh, did she make any promises to the guy? Oh, the house is half yours. You can live here forever. Anything like that? Um, no, I think they had plans, you know, to take equity out later on. So why invest. doesn't she do this? She's got to say, I want you out of here. I'm going to give you $5,000. Because first of all, if he's, or whatever it is, your mom is how old? Um, late 50s. She works? Yes. She's got a few bucks in the bank? A few. Okay, so if this were a woman and, you know, your mother were a guy and a guy kicking his, his longtime girlfriend out in their 50s, when I said he should give her money, everybody would say, oh, good idea. Right. It gets a little weird when I say a woman should give a guy money. But look, if he's got nothing, he at least needs first and last. He's got to have somewhere to go. Right. So she could say, I'll give you five grand. You know, when you move out, or I'll put down first and last, but I want you out of here. Okay. And if you don't take the five grand, I'm going to go to the next step. And, and the next step, if she wants to do it with courts, she's got to give him notice and a victim. I hate that because, you know... He's living, sharing the bed with her, and he's knowing she's throwing him out. People get weird and violent then. He gets a little drunk, then she could get beat up. Right, right. So I like the idea of buying him out, you know, give him some money. If he's got, he's got nothing, right? Yeah, exactly. He's, I think so, she offered to give him his 10000 back, and he doesn't think that's enough. He thinks. Oh, well, then screw him. Let, yeah. him. let him sue him. I mean, what do you mean it's not enough? What does he want, half the house? Yeah. No, I, I mean, so then lock him out. If she's right. willing to give him the ten grand, that's the most she'll have to give him, even if he gets a lawyer. If he won't leave and she's ready to get tough, lock his ass out. Change Sounds the good. locks. Got it? Thank you. Yeah, by the way, somebody should be in the house with her that night. Absolutely. When he comes back and says, you know, like the big bad wolf, yeah. I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down, you know? Right. All right? Thanks, Len. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Good show today. Here's a little plug at the end. We do trusts and estates. That's the bulk of my practice. Elder law, who gets your stuff when you die? If you have any kind of an issue revolving around somebody's ripped off my inheritance, I'm not getting what's mine, I'm worried about estate taxes, my husband, my wife, we did an AB trust um, years ago. We only had $750,000. We needed the AB trust now. Estate taxes have now been the exemptions, $5 million. We don't need that AB trust. You want to get rid of it. You want to simplify. We can help you with that. You can send me an email, any kind of a legal problem, especially trusts and estates, nursing home problems, elder abuse, personal injury. We work with Jim Gagan and Audrey Gerard. We can help you with that too. Significant injuries, medical malpractice, financial elder abuse, sexual harassment, any of the things that lead to litigation. Jim and Audrey do a great job on that. Let us be your lawyer. Len Tillum at len at lentillum.com. Thank you. See you tomorrow.